Mock draft on the rookie big board. I'm your host, Matt Hicks, the FF educator. Back at it here to do a two round Devi mock draft. I'm taking a little bit different of an approach to this because I'm going to go at it from the angle of your 2023 Devi mock drafts, which means I am only including players in the class of 2024, 2025, and I will be including players in the class of 2026. So if you're not good at converting on the fly, that is our current sophomores and freshmen in college, as well as high school players. So kind of taking it from the lens of where you might find yourself in six months. This is going to help us assess player value over time. It's a two-round super flex tight end premium PPR mock draft. Let's go ahead and jump into it here. Going to start off the bat here with Ohio State. You're going to notice that they are dominating this mock draft and it's going to be running back Travion Henderson as the 101 running back has been absolutely electric really broke out early as a freshman and hasn't significantly slowed down as a true sophomore 50 rushing attempts 318 yards three touchdowns we know at the end of the day running back value gets pushed up now I did just update the Devi big board rankings which is what inspired this but Please keep in mind, I'm not going to go ahead and through this mock draft list off my 24 top rankings. I'm trying to give an influence here, a perspective, I should say, of how I feel like drafts typically go. Travion Henderson, though, is an example of when those two things align. He is the 101 on the Devi big board right now of 24 and 25, 26 eligible guys. And I do think that is consensus across the board. Now, quickly rising is Caleb Williams. Now, I'm going to allude to this probably a couple times throughout this episode. But in the past, I have been somebody who has overvalued quarterbacks from a Devi perspective. And so I tweaked my formula this offseason to not value them as highly because we've seen challenges with them panning out getting to the NFL draft process, getting chewed up, having difficulty in the NFL if they are not fully developed. All of that preface to say, I still feel confident with Caleb Williams as the 102. 6'1", 218. He looked good in Lincoln Riley's Oklahoma offense as a true freshman. He has looked great in Lincoln Riley's USC offense as a true sophomore. Completed 65% of 122 passing attempts so far, over 1,000 yards in just four games and nine touchdowns to zero interceptions. I love that zero interception number. Now, moving on to 103, this is when we're going to start straying from my rankings a little bit here, but there is a lot of hype about Quinn Ewers, the quarterback out of Texas. Now, thus far, he's played a quarter of, of football, but it was a it was a good quarter, a quarter of, uh, let me say, high-level football. He did play, you know, the earlier games for Texas, but Against Alabama, he looked really good. And that in and of itself in the Debbie community, justified or not, is enough to drive up his value to 103. I do think over the course of the season, once he's back and healthy, we could see him as early as week five back at it. 
I think he's only going to continue to build that. And folks are going to want to get in on the quarterback early here with Quinn Ewers. Before I work down the list here to 104, I want to point out if folks want to take advantage of the Devi Big Board rankings, you can head on over to patreon.com slash rookie big board, get access to those Devi rankings, as well as my dynasty rankings in the 2023 rookie class rankings. Just $3 a month gets you access to the Discord, all that good stuff. All right, that's all I have for an ad read for you. I'm going to keep moving forward here with the 104, and that's Braylon Allen, the running back out of Wisconsin. Braylon Allen's value feels like it's going to hold right about here. He's consistent. You know what he is. He's a power back. His frame translates to the NFL. He has the opportunity to get to the league and be a high volume type guy. So he's just interesting enough. He has just high of a ceiling or I'm sorry, just have a floor enough to be in this high first round selection but I don't think he's ever going to have the flashiness that comes with getting the 101, 102, 103 picks. Still, if I'm sitting there at 104 and I get Braylon Allen, I'm feeling very confident about getting a running back one, running back two on my roster. And remember, we are still factoring in closeness to NFL production. And Braylon Allen being in the 2024 class in this mock draft brings a lot of value in that sense. Next up is Marvin Harrison Jr., wide receiver out of Ohio State. Absolutely incredible. All right, listen, I did not know which wide receiver to pick out of this Ohio State wide receiver room. I really leaned into Egbuka, and we'll get to Amika Egbuka. He's done very well. I really have been hyping up Jackson Smith and Jigba. He's been doing very well, but Marvin Harrison Jr. has surprised me the most. I think he's risen the most. And listen, there are plenty of folks that were on him earlier, so kudos to you all. I was a little bit slower to the train, but I'm all aboard now. 21 receptions, 387 yards, and five touchdowns through four games. He's averaging 18.4 yards per reception. Marvin Harrison Jr. was the highest riser in my Debbie rankings this month, and he comes off the board at 105 in this mock draft. Now, I mentioned this was tight end premium, and that being said, Brock Bowers going at 106 here actually might be too low. The hype is unreal. I tweeted out a clip. Brock Bowers with a 75-yard touchdown run for Georgia this past weekend against Kent State. The fact that they would even give him the opportunity to break off that type of run is ridiculous. And the fact that he made it look relatively easy, given the fact that he is a tight end, is just absolutely ridiculous. But I bumped him up to 106 here, and again, that might even be too low just based off of the comments I got on that tweet. Because for me, what it said is people are hungry. They are hungry for a tight end that is fantasy football relevant. We saw with Kyle Pitts how much folks are willing to overvalue him because of that tight end upside potential. And I think we're going to see a similar type of value happen with Brock Bowers here. Now, before we jump into 107, if you are watching on YouTube, please drop a comment. Let me know who I'm too high on, who I'm too low on. I'll get to this at the end, but there are guys that I did not want to leave out of this mock draft, but I did have to. I always love to hear that. So let me know. If you're listening, drop it in the patron discord. It's always good to chop it up, break down these videos a little bit. All right, 107 here is the aforementioned Amika Egbuka. I couldn't let him fall too far. Egbuka is actually leading the team in receptions with 26, actually leading the team with yards at 442. And he's tied with Marvin Harrison Jr. with five receiving touchdowns. So very good start to the season for Amika Egbuka as well. 108 here is Nicholas Singleton. Now, this one might be a little controversial. He's had one big game and he's looked solid in two other ones. Didn't look so great in week four, 
but he's a true freshman. And for me, you need to get ahead of these running backs before it's too late, right? So you're paying up now for Javion Henderson. You're paying up now for Braylon Allen. Think if you're sitting at the back end of the first round, some of these 2024 eligible guys are coming off the board. Nicholas Singleton is at the top of the guys in the class of 2025 that I want to attack. Remember, class of 2025, current true freshman. Next up is Xavier Worthy, wide receiver out of Texas. I have actually slid Xavier Worthy down a little bit. My Debbie rankings, I was super high on him. He was a top of my class of 2024 wide receivers going into the season. So he's bumped down a little bit. The production just hasn't been there yet. I don't know if it's the rotation at quarterback, that Texas offense in terms of passing just hasn't clicked as much, but Worthy balled out at extremely high production as a true freshman with Hudson Card at the helm all season. And actually it was a split between Casey Thompson and Hudson Card. So now that it's Hudson Card and Quinn Ewers, you would expect that production to go up. And I think he will get to that point, but if I'm projecting forward right now, it looks like he has fallen behind Egbuka and Marvin Harrison Jr. But how about Raheem Sanders, the running back out of Arkansas? Absolutely skyrocketed up. That is pun intended for Rocket Sanders, somebody who I see really rising in value. I think folks have always kind of had this approach with Rocket Sanders that like he's good, but I'm not willing to invest a high draft pick in him. I think by the end of the season, you're going to have to invest a first round Devi pick on him next year. Drake May, 111. We're going back to the quarterback well here. Drake May, for the most part, has looked solid this season, really exciting. A little so so against Notre Dame, but previous to that, he looked really hot to start the season. And I think Drake May is somebody who's going to continue to rise in Debbie value. And then at 112, I did it, folks. I did it. I put Arch Manning in. I said it was class of 2026 eligible guys. And there's a little bit of debate here, justifiably so, as to whether or not Arch Manning is actually the best quarterback in the 2026 class. Here's the bottom line. We don't know yet. We don't know if it's going to be Arch Manning or if it's going to be one of a few other quarterbacks that are also in this mock draft. We'll get to them. But the bottom line is right now, Arch Manning is a name that folks have been waiting to draft in Debbie for years. Okay, I've, I've commissioned Debbie Leagues, and I've had this question at least once over the last couple of years. Every time I have a startup Debbie draft, somebody asks me, can we draft high school players? And I say, I am not that much of a sicko. I am a sicko, but I'm not that much of a sicko. And I've said no. So I know folks are waiting for Arch Manning to get here. And whether it's justified or not, I do think he's going to go in the first round of Debbie drafts, Superflex Debbie drafts next year. 201, how about another quarterback here that is waiting in the wings to take over the Ohio State offense? It's Devin Brown. I think maybe some folks have forgotten about him. I certainly have not. We have seen the Devi value of Ohio State quarterback skyrocket over the last couple of years. You could say what you want about their translation to the NFL, but there is no doubt that once they get into the Ohio State offense, they're surrounded by talent. Their value is only going to increase. 202 is Will Shipley, running back at a Clemson. Shipley is somebody that I've been hyping up for a while, a little bit higher than Shipley than most. He is number 10 overall in the most recent Devi Big Board Rankings update. So that is just uh, just about at the top of the 2024 class behind Breland Allen. Will Shipley is a two-way player. I like his pass-catching ability. I like his rushing ability. A lot of upside there. So to get him at the top of the second round, I think is really solid value. 203, Drew Alar the quarterback out of Penn State. We've only seen a little bit out of Drew Allar, but I have to say he looks the part when he's briefly come in uh, for Sean Clifford. And the hype around the program 
appears to be that Alar is going to be ready to take the helm next year. So again, we can discuss the idea of whether having this many quarterbacks is a smart Devi strategy, but this is reflecting what I believe will happen. And I have seen consistently a prioritization around the quarterback position in Devi drafts because there's more risk involved in them. But if you hit, you're going to hit big. And that's kind of what this mock draft is reflecting here. 204 is Donovan Edwards. Donovan Edwards is somebody who I think I'm consistently higher on. Super athletic back, good pass catching ability, has shown the ability to run in between the tackles very well early this season. And once Blake Quorum is off to the NFL next year, I think it's going to be the Donovan Edwards show. I think his value is going to skyrocket. So this one might be a little bit more of me with this pick, getting him at 204. I think maybe he'd actually go between 210 and even into the third round of a Debbie draft, but I'm pushing Donovan Edwards up for the purposes of this mock draft. 205, Cade Klubnik. Cade Klubnik very well may get some playing time this year, and if that's the case, then you're probably talking about him more in the range of the Drake May category. You know, I had Drake May go in the back end of the first round. That's probably more where Cade Klubnik will be if he gets in and performs well in this offense, but we're coming off of a week where DJU played very well. He looked more confident. He looked more in command of this offense, so as we were on Kate Klubnik watch early in the season, I'm not really feeling that same way right now. So we may actually have to wait until 2023 to see Kate Klubnik, but the hype is certainly there for him. And then 206 is Luther Burden, wide receiver currently at Mizzou. A little bit of drama this week with Luther Burden as to whether or not, you know, I know he scrubbed his Instagram. Has scrubbing your Instagram ever actually meant anything? I, I It's a classic overreaction but he went he tweeted out that he was staying at mizzou wouldn't blame him if he hits the portal whether he hits the portal or doesn't he's shown that he's speedy he's shown that he's athletic he's shown that he has good hands and i do think mizzou is going to continue to feed him the ball here over the course of the season luther burden a true freshman for mizzou former five-star guy don't get the school mixed up here. He is a five-star guy, chose to stay in-state for Mizzou. I'm excited about him. All right, moving on here to our last six guys. We're going to start with Connor Weigman, quarterback out of Texas A&M. Connor Weigman at the top of that quarterback class, uh, the current true freshman. I do expect that he'll be pushing to start next year, if not starting outright. Haynes King losing the job to Max Johnson suggests that he'll probably hit the portal as Mac Johnson will move on after this year, it should be a wide open quarterback room for Connor Wegman. Maybe Texas A&M brings in a veteran to compete with him, but Jimbo has said all along that he is building the offense around Wegman. So I imagine he'll be in there sooner rather than later. Also, yes, I recognize that I'm pretty sure I just pronounced his name four different ways over the course of that read. 208, I'm going to go with Nico Iamaliava, the quarterback heading to the University of Tennessee. This is going to be us dipping back into the 2026 class. You'll notice here I'm going to end up talking about three players from the 2026 class. They are all quarterbacks. And that really honestly is a reflection of more. I think that's where the consensus right now understands the 2026 class. The quarterbacks are always going to get hyped up first. And then the running backs and wide receivers will follow. But these are the guys to highlight now, and we'll mix in those running backs and wide receivers as the process continues on here. We get through early signing day, and we get into the spring, and Debbie drafts actually start to occur. 209, Relique Brown, running back for USC. True freshman this year. 
He's looked really good. I'm really excited about this 2025 running back group. And it's easy to say that now. It's always easy to project forward and say, oh, I'm excited about this group in three years. But there's a lot of exciting guys. uh, And you'll see here in the back end of the draft that I'm trying to highlight the 2025 running back class. Before we do that, though, we're going to go J.J. McCarthy, 210 quarterback out of Michigan, won that starting job. We're excited about his, his athleticism along with his arm. I uh, looked a little less than uh, fantastic against Maryland, but I believe with more experience here, he's going to end up being a really strong quarterback competing very well against tough Big Ten defenses. At 211 here, we have Evan Stewart. We're going back to the 2025 wide receiver class to get Evan Stewart, the true freshman out of Texas A&M. It's clear that Jimbo wants to get Evan Stewart involved. It's clear that they need him to be involved. He's explosive, and to get that kind of targets and action as a true freshman is a really strong sign for your Devi value. And we're going to finish things up here with Malachi Nelson, who is the quarterback committed to USC. Between Malachi Nelson, Nico Iamaliava, and Arch Manning, that's really the top of the quarterback class in terms of the 2026 guys. And I referenced this earlier, but we're going to see how these guys shake out. There's certain folks who are really into the, the high school film watching that are going to be excited about one or other of these guys. And to be completely honest with you, I wait until they get to college. All right. There has to be a line for how much content I put out and I'm not watching a ton of huddle film. I'm not doing heavy analysis on these guys coming out. I kind of aggregate from the recruiting rankings, put context into play and try to project out scheme and how I see Debbie value progressing over time. So you can mix up those three 2026 quarterbacks in whatever way you want. But nonetheless, I do think they're going to be popular targets to come off the board in the first two rounds of your Devi mock draft. So there you have it. That's the Devi mock draft. I'm trying to give you insight into 24 guys that could potentially be fairly relevant and fairly valuable as we head into next year's Devi draft class rankings. We're going to continue to do these mock drafts periodically because it gives us a good idea about how value changes over time. If you want to get in on the Devi big board rankings, if you want to get in on the Discord, head on over to patreon.com slash rookie big board and as always i appreciate you checking out this episode